0: and welcome to Weddings Unveiled, a podcast for your wedding planning process. I'm your host, Leah Longbreak. We know how exciting and stressful playing the big day can be, and we're here to help, providing you with information and advice from industry insiders and those with firsthand experience. On today's episode, we have Angela Bartunik, owner of Aster and Olive Photography. She'll be sharing her advice on how to choose which photographer is right for you, budgeting and contracts, and the latest trends. Angela exposes all of the important details you need to know. Angela, so excited to have you with us today to talk all things photography.
1: Thanks. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here.
0: So for those not familiar with you and your company, tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: So, Astro and Olive Photography has been photographing weddings for um, about ten years now. We just we love what we do. Um, we started off pretty small, and then over the years, we gained uh, some popularity. And pretty much, just it's been a roller coaster. But I love it. We we absolutely love our clients, and they bring so much to the table. And it's it's just a wonderful experience all around for us and for them.
0: And I love your work. And how would you describe your style, though? When a, when a client is coming to you, what would you say is your style, your focus?
1: I would say we'd like to emphasize that we have the style with a relaxed approach. It's definitely maybe on the moodier side, but, you know, we have a lot of fun with our clients. We don't like to stifle them in any way. We we approach it with a lot of like planning and thinking things through as far as locations go and scouting and like getting a sense of what their vision is and then also like helping them like bring it all together with with the whole wedding in, in itself. It's a definitely a team effort, you know. It's not just what we want. It's like if their uh, wedding style is... You know, more industrial, gritty. Then we go for that. If it's more floral and 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 you know, very poetic and and dreamy, then we encourage to like find locations to help that come to life. But more importantly, it's all about the the chemistry between us, and like communication is huge, 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 huge. You can't like just have a photographer that you know don't, you don't feel comfortable with because you're really like, I mean, almost like best friends in a sense, like you're constantly like talking things through and, and making it work. And, and the timeline is especially important. And helping each other work that through too is is a big part of it. I agree
0: with that. That's something that I wish when I, in hindsight, the photographers we went with, they were great. They did a, a great job. The photos are pretty. But um I wish there was a lot more communication. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I'm glad that you put an emphasis on that and that couples should know that communication is key between you as a photographer and them.
1: Yeah. It, I mean, you have to be comfortable with that. Photor- you know, like for any client that is, you know, in the middle of searching for the right photographer, that's that's something that I emphasize is like you guys have a relationship like if they're not responding quick enough if they're not seeing like if they're not asking like questions and if another thing too is if they're offering way too much for a very small price that's a big red flag if they're throwing in x y and z and promising everything then I would I would question that for sure because I mean it's about quality not quantity. Thank you for bringing up the commute that the
0: email part of the communication cuz that was my issue. You know, I would ask a question and I'd have to send like two or three more follow-up emails like yeah. hey, did you get this? And it's not like I'm hounding them like hey, I didn't hear from you in 24 hours. It's like, hey, it's been two weeks. <laughs> right. I really need an answer on this. You know what I mean? So, so what are some other things couples should look for when choosing their photographer?
1: I would say definitely looking at their portfolio is important. You want to look at their work and see if it's your vibe, you know, because reviews are great too, you know, to see if they've got, you know, a good rapport with their clients. But looking at their images is definitely going to indicate, you know, whether or not this is the right fit for you. Also, like, just having a, a chat on the phone is important if you can. It's not, you know, especially these days, like meeting in person can be a challenge. And I have a lot of uh, couples that don't even live in state. So seeing each other face to face is is not necessary. But having a conversation over the phone, I think is really great because then you guys can, you know, hear each other and talk and get to know each other and like, hear, like, stories and and you can, you know, get a feel for, like, their history and, like, so that you you just become more closer. Like, it's, again, it's it's all about the chemistry and that vibe. It has to, like, really fit. I can't stress that enough. So... Obviously, budget is a huge thing to <laughs> yes. consider
0: and photography really does take up a lot of a budget in most cases, especially if you want to make it your your main focus. Personally, I think it really should be considered one of the main focus because these photos are going to last a lifetime and you're barely going to remember your day cuz it really does go by <laughs> incredibly fast. So every photographer is going to be different, every couple's budget's different, but what are things in the budget? couples should be
1: considering that's a great question because I think sometimes when couples are putting together a budget for their wedding it it can be so overwhelming I mean you have a lot of like little things that add up right Mm -hmm. oh yeah and of course I stress that photography is extremely important because this is what you're going to have to look back on to remember all the details and and the family and all the wonderful candid moments as far as photography, you should definitely expect to have a budget between three and five or six thousand reserved, depending on how much coverage they want. That'll also indicate the pricing, you know, so there's, there's ways to, you know, for most photographers to work within their budget. But, you know, you want to be able to see like, Do I need a second photographer or is that included? Do I need an engagement session? You know, and and like, I personally love engagement sessions and I think they're really important because it's like, it's the one thing I talk to my couples about. I'm like, there's not many times in your life where you will be able to like hire a professional photographer to take these great like photos of the two of you aside from like your wedding day. And where you guys can have fun together, you're in your, you know, comfort zone, you can have photos in your first home. And and those are like memories that will one day be incredible to look back on. I'm always like encouraging them like you really should try to, you know, put that in your budget. But, you know, again, like it's it just depends like what, you know, they have saved. And of course, you know, they have to consider that. As far as like budget for everything in the wedding, for me, I think the biggest thing with a wedding day is just ha- having an incredible celebration. It's not so much about the details. Like I think invitations are incredible, but there's so many ways to have an invitation these days that are cost friendly. And, you know, if you're looking to save money, I think, you know, that's a great way to to perhaps save money, you know things like that. Well, yeah, because people are going to eventually throw out that invitation, but you're not going to throw out your photo.
0: And that thing can live on Instagram forever.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So true. So, so true. Yeah.
0: The photo's pretty important. Now, also with budgeting, there are tons of extra fun things that you can add. There's lots of trends in photography. You mentioned having a second photographer so you can get different angles and more options, but there's also like drone shots Mm -hmm. and the photo booths and different things like that like what are some cool things that couples can also consider to add into their
1: factor into the budget and the fun of the day so videography is a big one that a lot of couples go back and forth on because that is like do we need it it's expensive like do we want to add that or not we offer actually like um specialized videography it's all done on super eight film oh how cool it's really unique it has this incredible nostalgic feeling because it is on film and it's all um like vignettes of the whole day pieced together with a song and i think it's great like you know some wedding videos are so long you know like you're like oh you know like You just want to, you know, speed through it because it's, like, too much. But this is just a really wonderful, like, three-minute capture of, like, the entire day. That, to me, is, like, a really cool trend that I'm seeing, like, growing in the wedding industry, like, doing something different with wedding videography. The drone thing is for sure, like, become so popular. We don't offer the drones, but there's a couple things that I really like about it. I love that you can get this beautiful, like, you know huge like wide open photo of like the the whole space and like really cool things that you can do with it but they're super loud. So <laughs> I mean one thing to consider is if you know you do have a drone be careful if you want to have that during the ceremony cuz it's it you'll hear it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and the photographer should be licensed in it. <laughs>
1: yes, for sure, for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Photo booths, I feel like are still relevant for sure. I'm seeing them a little bit less, again, probably for budget reasons. There's some really cool technology out there now where it's like all self-contained, like, you know, it's like a a machine, like an iPad thing, and you just press the button and it does it all by itself. So it's a neat uh, little add-on if you want to call that. But um, as far as like other like photo trends, like, I mean, I'm seeing like, some fun like things like during receptions, people getting creative with like dance floor like uh, toys for people like like glow sticks <laughs> and like things like that that make make it fun. You know,
0: I feel like trashing the dress afterwards. Oh, my, Is that I, still
1: a thing? No, <laughs> okay, it's good. not.
0: I don't. I didn't understand it. No <laughs> offense to anyone that did do it. I just didn't get it. I
1: know. <laughs> no, thankfully I haven't done one, and I yeah, I don't think that people are really. Talking about that. (laughs) Gosh, I was just thinking dance floors. Oh my gosh, I can't wait till that's back up and going, right? Slowly and surely. I know.
0: We mentioned photo booths. We had a photo booth, but we made it our favor, kind of cut the cost in that way.
1: I agree. I think favors are a big thing where couples are getting really unique and personalized with that. And I think that's a really wonderful way to do it.
0: Yeah, they get to take the photo home as a memory. And then we also have it in our photo book. they put together for us at the end and you know it's neat right yeah it's fun coming up on five minute news i'm anthony davis you might think it's partisan because maybe it's critical of one side or the other but it's not it's just the Truth, And I think that's also something that's kind of unusual for Americans listening to the radio or to podcasts, because the news landscape in the States has been so partisan for so many decades. So five minute news is verified, truthful, independent, unbiased and essential world news daily. communication. Once you've decided on your photographer and you're getting the ball rolling on things, do you have to map out with your photographer like, hey, here's all the family members to make sure you get photos of. These are the exact photos we want. Or is it pretty much like you as a photographer no, get shots of like candid and posed, whatever, of, you know, different people at the wedding and the reception and that?
1: So we will have our couples fill out a timeline like a month before the wedding. And it helps us like know, okay, we have to be here at this time. And we ask them to put together a family portrait list. Because at some point, like either before the ceremony or after their ceremony, that's still really important for families to have a family portraits, you know, like, it is traditional. I think it is important. I think it's really relevant on a wedding day, because you want to have like a just a a really nice clean photo with you and grandma and like your, you know, his side, her side. And having that like mapped out is important for the photographer so they know like they're not missing anybody too. So we do ask them to put that together. The candids are of course really essential. And like, so if there's anything special that they really don't want to miss, like like, that we wouldn't be necessarily aware of because we have sort of, like, a mental checklist in our head of all the things that need to be photographed. Like, you know, we know that we have to, of course, photograph, like, the details, like, the rings and things like that, but maybe there's a special handkerchief that, you know, need—that they, you know, was passed down that they want photographed or perhaps this cousin and— this uncle you know they need to be photographed together so any any kind of special photographs that they want we will ask them to put on the timeline so we don't forget but as far as also like portraits of like the couple and like the bridal party and things like that depending on if they have a ceremony and reception that are back to back where you have very limited time in between to take like portraits we'll we'll encourage them to do what's called a a first look. Do you know what that is? Yeah, we actually did a first look.
0: Did you? But for couples that are listening and don't know, Mm -hmm. describe what it is.
1: So a first look is basically um, the first time the bride and groom see each other and we capture that. We'll organize it, we'll set a time and we'll find a location like for them to be able to have that moment. The reason why we encourage couples to do that before the ceremony is so that we have enough time or even, you know, I should say more time to photograph them and the bridal party. And so they are like stress-free right after the ceremony, if that is the kind of wedding day that they're having. If they're doing like a traditional wedding where, you know, it's in a church and there's like a, a three-hour gap between the ceremony and the reception, then then doing a first look isn't necessary because there's a lot of time for photos. I love first looks. And I think that a lot, you know, a lot of couples that are choosing to not get married in a church, they do end up doing this because they want to enjoy cocktail hour, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's maybe an hour between, you know, the ceremony and reception. So they wanna be able to see their guests and enjoy cocktail hour and, and also perhaps do the family portraits then. Picking the first look location and then finding the locations for the photos and, you know, for them and for for Bridal Party. It's a lot of fun. If transportation is available, then we get to go off-site and um, mix it up, which is great. And that's all the stuff that we discuss because, again, communication is so important. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. And uh, figuring out, like, you know, it's really sort of a methodical, like i'm I'm pretty I'm really organized. Like I like to, you know, have as little stress for them and for us as possible. So the more organized everything is, the better. And for couples that
0: think doing a first look is going to take away from that look walking down the aisle, m- myth totally not true totally my husband cried at the first <laughs> look and he cried seeing me come back down the aisle it, it does happen like it does not take away if anything it actually helps calm your nerves a little bit yeah. because there's so much energy and nerves going on already that it doesn't take away from the excitement of going
1: down the aisle it just helps <sighs> i i agree and everybody says that it's like now I can breathe and I can enjoy. And it's so true. Like, you're so anxious up until that point. And to have, it's like ripping the Band-Aid off. And to have that, you know, before walking down the aisle is huge. But yes, I agree. Like, so, so beautiful, the first look. I mean, some, some couples like to do it where it's just the two of them alone. And then, I've had couples where it's like the family are kind of like watching in the background. It's beautiful. It's absolutely gorgeous.
0: So other details that couples should consider, like, take what I didn't know and learn from it. Like, I didn't tell them that, hey, I got matching robes for my whole bridal party. There's no photos of all of us together in the robes. did isn't? It didn't get, nope. They didn't get factored in. Oh, no. They ran late to begin with because the hotel had them go to the wrong spot, and it's a whole thing. So I don't have that. And then, like, the reception is basically just all photos of the same, like, 15, 20 of us on the dance floor. Aside from, like, the the milestone moments in the beginning, like the first dances, right? Kate like, Cut and all that. There's no wide shot of the reception. And most people didn't dance because we had so many, like, older relatives and friends and friends that don't dance. You wouldn't even know they were even at the wedding. <laughs> There's Aww. no shots of, like, any of the tables and stuff like that at the reception. It's only dance floor. Really? really? So make sure you tell your photographer, hey, it's important to get the whole entire reception and the people that are there because it goes so fast. I have a lot of older relatives. We both were, were lucky enough to have grandparents there,
1: and that's a big deal. You're absolutely right.
0: We have the individual shots with the grandparents that we like got in fast during like the family session, but like mm,
1: nothing after the, that. There's
0: like very few non dance floor photos.
1: It's such a bummer when I hear stories like this. I, I mean. How would you know if a photographer, you know, looking at their work, you maybe like really appreciate their aesthetic? A good question to ask your photographer is how many images they can expect. And another question would be, of course, is what the turnaround is. That's a, the turnaround time. That's a big popular question. But but I think, you know, definitely expressing to your photographer like the importance of certain things is really important. You might assume like oh it's a given, right? But some people just, you know, have different expectations and I assume like definitely capturing everybody in the reception is something that's important, but I've had weddings where the couple has asked me to take like table shots like every table, right? But then I've had weddings where they didn't want anything like that. Like they the reception photos weren't as important to them. But they communicated. Right. They did. So and I wouldn't think going into a wedding to take a photo of every table because that's not something that a lot of people would. I mean, a lot of photographers wouldn't necessarily do unless they were requested. Expecting, you know, certain things is is all about communication for sure.
0: So expectations. How soon can couples expect a turnaround generally on their
1: photos? Depending on what time of year, like the season, you know, it gets really, really crazy towards the end of summer and fall. Typically, like I would say six to eight weeks is a good turnaround time, sometimes sooner, depending on how busy it is. But if you're getting your photos later than that, it's not a good sign. (laughs) <laughs>
0: yeah. I
1: concur. <laughs> I mean, again hearing those horror stories. <laughs> but that's, you know, that's just how, you know, we we like to, you know, I don't like having anything hanging over me. I'm like, I got to get this done, you know. I want I want to deliver those photos cuz it's it's important for them, you know, and I want them to relive their wedding day as fast as I possibly can. But yeah, it gets insane during the wedding season for sure.
0: And add-ons, there's photo albums, there's framed photos, canvas photos. Do you find any of that to be more important than others? Is it important to order it through the photographer or can they like take those images since it's theirs and then better off going through like a Shutterfly or? Most
1: photographers, I would imagine, uh, include a gallery. We have uh, a photo lab attached to our gallery link. And so couples can, you know, go into the store and they can select like a ton of different products, albums, and of course, prints. I encourage, you know, them like you have, of course, the right to go and get your prints made anywhere. You know, you can go to Walgreens if you want. But nine times out of 10, it's not going to be the right colors. It's not going to come out the way you expect it to or the way it looks on your computer because it's not done through a professional photo lab. Probably, you know, the best bet is to go through the gallery and get it done professionally. Yeah, for sure. Any
0: other details couples should consider when choosing their photographer or once you've chosen your photographer, things that they should make sure they communicate and consider?
1: Probably just, again, emphasis on relationship and having fun, trust trust in your photographer. The more trust you have in them, the better it's going to be because they're going to feel like they can be more creative and like really work and do something magical with you. Again, like trusting them means like knowing their aesthetic and making sure that matches yours and having a, you know, a comfort. Like could we see ourselves going out and having a drink, you know, like that's important. I mean, because truthfully, like I have a relationship with all my couples. I mean, it doesn't just stop at the wedding. It carries like I'm watching them have babies and and seeing their lives grow. And it's so incredible, like to be so close with with these you know couples and uh, I I think that's like one of the most special things about being a wedding photographer is the connection that you get to have with them and like meeting these amazing families and like having their you know and then like even through their weddings you know their friends you become friends with them and and then it just keeps going and going and going and and to me that kind of relationship is really really special and so like for me photographing is such an honor it's such a a huge important wedding day it's a moment in your life that you'll never get to have again and so I think when you are choosing your photographer make sure it's someone that you could potentially see yourself hanging with I love that it's so true because you will most likely like hang out with them (laughs) at some point after the wedding you know in your life in some way right that, to me, is the most important because once you have that, like, connection, then the photos are going to be so great because you you guys are just going to be so happy with each other, you know.
0: Last question for you. Do you have an all-time favorite wedding movie?
1: Cinema inspires me a lot. I love Wes Anderson films, La La Land, you know. I'm I love dreamy movies like that. Is there a wedding movie... Like, did you grow up loving Father of the Bride or... I've seen it. Wedding I've seen Planner, 27
0: Dress. There's so many, like, there's so many seen, think Fat
1: Greek Wedding. <laughs> I totally have seen. I've seen them all. And they're all so much fun. You know, of course I've seen them all. I think I gravitate more towards, like, the maybe artistic style films, you know, where it's a lot, like, of, of, like very visual with color and lines and design. And it gets my juices flowing. I, I don't know. I think, you know, maybe, you know, the storyline, of course, you know, with any wedding movie is great. But when it comes to, like, being inspired for my photos, I, I like to watch movies that, you know, make me th- rethink a composition.
0: You saying that makes me think of the wedding scene in Crazy Rich Asians. Yeah. when she has, like, that walking on water right. effect at the right. high low. That was so beautiful. Right? Ugh. And over the top. So gorgeous. <laughs> I know. Well, how can we get more information on you and Aster and Olive photography?
1: Well, you could start by visiting uh, our website. It's olive Feel free to email me at and Olive Info at me.com. Yeah, I would love to hear from anyone that's potentially getting married or interested in learning more because doing this for 10 years, I am a wealth of Wedding information, all things weddings, right? (laughs) And thank you for sharing with us today. Oh, absolutely. Thank you for having me.
0: Thanks for listening to Weddings Unveiled. Make sure you follow the show on your favorite podcast app so you never miss an episode. And follow Weddings Unveiled on social media. This has been a production of Evergreen Podcasts. A special thank you to executive producers David Moss and Gerardo Orlando, production director Bridget Coyne, and audio engineer Eric Coltnow. Don't forget to enjoy the journey.